Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. This is episode 10, and we're talking about one of my favorite topics. Actually, I should say we are talking about one of my biggest pet peeves as a coach We're going to talk about the one major excuse I hear from my clients and from people who are trying to be a healthier version of themselves. This one thing is what many people say is stopping them from sticking with the tasks they need to do to reach their goals. And I'm talking about not having time. Rayanne, I don't have time to work out. I'm so busy. Rayanne, I just didn't have time to eat right this week. I had to go to the fast food a lot. Ran, are you kidding me? I don't have time to meditate. I don't even have enough time to sleep. Ran, I don't have time to meal plan. Are you crazy? Ran, oh, you must think I have a ton of time in the world to have time to stretch or set goals or to go to bed early. These are the types of things that I hear from people all the time. Yep, time is by far the biggest excuse that I hear from people who want to make a lifestyle change. Here is my response to that very excuse. You're right. I know. Like, I know you're super busy. I know you're busy with your kids. I know you're busy with your job, your grandkids. I know you're busy volunteering. I know that you're just busy in life in general. We are all very busy and I completely get that you are tired and cranky at the end of the day. I can see why exercising and cooking can seem daunting and just like one more thing to add to your to-do list. I get it. I promise. But you knew there was a but, right? But I too am very busy. I'm a working mom that owns my own business. I and all other fit people and other people I see all over the country who have success at their, you know, jobs and with staying fit and healthy, guess what? We all have the exact same amount of hours in a day. We all do. Every single one of us. Now, Before you get mad at me and say, whatever, she doesn't know anything about it. She doesn't get me. I'm really busy. I do a lot. I'm just too busy to exercise. She doesn't understand me. I do understand you. I promise. I really, really, really do. So I want you to think about this. An average weekday is, I don't know, about 15 hours long. Okay. So like, let's just assume like 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. Out of those hours, let's say that you work nine hours and that leaves you I don't know, about six hours to work and play with, okay? Out of that, you need to cook, clean up, or do a few chores like laundry or, you know, feed the dogs, feed the cats, take the kids to basketball or dance or wherever, call your mother, call your sister, call your brother, um, and really any other duty that you may have. That will take up, let's say, four hours, and let's just say that you get about one to two hours just for you. I mean, really, really think about it. You probably do have at least one to two hours a day where you aren't actually doing something. What about the time you spend watching TV 
or checking Facebook or texting your friend, all that time really starts to add up. Okay, so let's take a moment to talk about why we feel like there's never enough time to do the things that we really want to do. The simple answer is that we just have too much to do most days. We have way too many emails, too many meetings, too many Facebook posts and messages to check, too many tasks, too many projects, on and on and on, right? In the book, Make Time by Jake Knapp and John Zaraski, they say there are two phenomena at work here. The first is the busy bandwagon. This is the mindset that we must squeeze as much work as possible into every moment of the day to feel productive. We feel like um, we need to make a difference in the world or to be the perfect employee or the perfect parent. This makes us feel like we must constantly be in production or working on something important. This leads to overloaded inboxes, calendars filled with appointments, and to-do lists that are longer than your leg. The second phenomenon is the infinity of pools. These things are Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Netflix, Google. They're apps and websites that are just too easy to use and too easy to access and draw your attention all day long. And they're endless and limitless in their possibilities. How many times have you stopped what you're going, you know, what you're doing to Google something? And the next thing you know, you've spent 30 minutes clicking on all the associated articles that come up when you really just meant to look up one fact. Oh, and don't even get me started on Pinterest. It's amazing. The recipes, the workouts, the craft ideas, the home interior designs, they just keep coming as long as you scroll and it can waste an hour in what feels like just an instant. Now, research backs up the fact that on average, we spend four hours a day watching TV and four hours a day on our phones. That is equivalent to a full-time job. Like what? This is why we end up working late or having to spend time working on the weekend to get our projects done. Personally, I know I do not spend four hours watching TV. I promise you I don't. I know that at 8 p.m. I get to sit down and watch a show with my husband. This is our downtime. I rarely ever watch more than two hours. It has to be a serious binge to get me to sit any longer than the two hours on a normal evening. But I am super guilty at looking at websites. I love to read articles and I love pursuing or perusing, excuse me, Pinterest for more recipes to make. So I just told you I have a serious Pinterest uh, addiction. So that is probably where I'm spending some of my time. And it definitely is a time waster. If you're spending up to eight hours a day on TV and internet or phone, you could feel like a victim to your calendar or list of to-dos. This makes you feel like the things you want to do are not going to happen. That's when your priorities need to come into the picture. If something is important to you, you will find a way. If something is not important to you, you will find an excuse. I really love that quote because it's very true. I know it's true because I've lived it. I know that when something is not important to me, my first go-to response is, oh, I'm too busy, or oh, I'm sorry, I don't have time. So you need to ask yourself, are you avoiding doing a task because it's not a priority? Are you just using the excuse of being too busy? My favorite term is, well, the week just got away from me. You wouldn't believe how many people say those exact words to me. They tell me the week just got away from them and they didn't make it to the grocery store. Or they didn't get a chance to exercise or they didn't get a chance to eat. 
here's the thing. We all go through seasons of life, and there are times that certain things we think we are supposed to do aren't important to us. Yes, I think health is incredibly important because it's all we've got in the end. If we aren't healthy or if we aren't physically able to do the things that are important to us, then to me, we really have nothing. Therefore, when I hear clients say they are too busy or just don't have time, I have to ask them if exercising or eating better or grocery shopping or whatever their task is related to their health or in working with me, I have to ask them if it is really a priority. To help my clients figure out what is important, I love working with the three-bucket system. The three-bucket system says it's really hard to concentrate or to do well with more than three things at a time. So when you're trying to set your own priorities, you can think of them as buckets. Let's say that all of the most important things in your life need to fit into three different buckets. You can have a separate bucket for each main priority or top priority in your life. For me, right now, in this phase of my life, they are health, family or relationships, and career. Now, in each bucket, there could be categories. For me, in my health bucket, I make sure that sleep, exercise, stretching, the chiropractor, my doctor checkups, my supplements, my meal planning, my meal prep, and grocery shopping all fit into that bucket. In the family or relationship bucket, I make sure that time with friends, time with my husband, time with each kid, time with the cats, walking the dogs, keeping in touch with my brothers, and sharing pictures with my in-laws all fit in. In my career bucket, I fit in all coaching calls, cooking demos, workout videos, responding to clients, planning classes, writing these podcasts, and a lot more. Now, just because you have only three buckets doesn't mean you're not still busy. You're just as busy on the most important tasks that help keep moving you forward instead of being drugged backwards. When you're trying to prioritize your schedule or your activities, think of the three main areas in your life that matter the most. When it comes time to do something, you need to make sure that it fits nicely into one of your buckets. When I say it needs to fit nicely, I mean, don't try to cram everything in that, you know, like it's important. Some tasks just aren't important even when you think they should be. Okay. So just because you think you should be getting more fit or because I say you should be healthy to live your happiest life, that doesn't mean it's your priority right now. Your priorities can change and your buckets can change at different times in your life. I have a feeling, though, that if you're here right now listening to this, that you do have a priority of feeling good and being your healthiest self. So for a really long time, here's just kind of an example. For a really long time, I felt guilty for not being a more active parent at school. I had this vision of a perfect mom, you know, mom being at school events, participating in planting flowers in the planters outside the school, volunteering for the book fair, making homemade birthday cards for the teachers, um, that kind of stuff. But my true priorities and what I felt were most important to me just didn't line up with any of those things. So instead of beating myself up about it, which I did for a long, long time, I I finally came to my senses and realized that beating myself up about it was just not worth my time. 
I decided instead to focus on my three buckets. One of those buckets is family and relationships. I decided that volunteering at school or at my daughter's theater group or for the basketball team just didn't fit into my bucket. But instead, showing up for the games, showing up for the plays, and being a mom who listened to my kids was enough for me. I've been shamed by other mothers. I've literally been told by another mother that I should be ashamed of myself for not participating more at the kids' school. And I've had those looks from other mothers as I drive off. You know, I'll drive up to the school or to the theater group and drop off my kid and drive off. I'm sure I've seen the looks. I know what they think. Sure, those moms are super rock stars, and they work hard to make sure that that stage looks good or that the book fair is lined up just right, and I so appreciate those moms. But that has nothing to do with me and my job as a mother. It's not in my priority list, and it's not in my bucket. I tell you about my experience or lack of experience with the PTA mothers because I think so many women let something like volunteering at school step in front of their own priorities and desires. Guess what? You can still be an amazing parent and not be up your kid's butt at school all the time. And if you love doing that, then great. But for me, I don't. You can still be an amazing mom and go train for a marathon when you drop your kids off at school. You can still be an amazing mom and work as a top officer at a corporation or at your job. You can still be a good mom and or wife by having your own interests and desires that don't include your kids or your spouse. Okay. So just today, as a side note, I was um, telling my son, actually, I was kind of reading in this podcast because he loves listening to them and, and giving me his opinion. And I was telling him I was going to talk about this. And he said, you know, mom, I never cared that you weren't at school a lot. I didn't know that that bothered you. I like that you helped me become a more independent guy. That's what he said to me. So All that time before I finally just gave up the guilt over it, all that time I was so worried about it. And you know what? He didn't even care. So it is important to focus on what you want because at the end of the day, that's what matters the most. It really, really is. So many people live also in reaction mode. Okay? This is another reason we run out of time is so many people live in the world of reaction We react to everything. You get an email and you feel like you must respond immediately, putting other tasks on the back burner of this instant reaction. It's like we're spending so much time putting out fires that the real tasks that hold true validity and are important to you are just not getting done, thus leading to another day where you feel unproductive and unsatisfied with your efforts. When we live in reaction mode, meaning when we jump whenever someone tells us to, We rarely have time to get back to ourselves. This is why I like the three-bucket system. You choose your buckets, and if a task or activity fits into one of your buckets, go for it. If an activity or task comes along that does not fit nicely into one of your buckets, then avoid it or pass it to someone else. As long as you stay in reaction mode and serve everyone else and everything that comes your way, you will continue to avoid working on what is important to you. Thus, feeling like you have no time. Another way to say it is, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. I love this term and try very hard to apply it to my life. It's also important to note that you may not focus on all three buckets every day. 
Some days, one or two buckets will take precedence and the other one or two may need to wait until the next day. As long as you feel like your buckets aren't overflowing and that you are balancing them throughout the week, you will be fine. It will take some practice, especially if you are used to living in reaction mode or if you're used to always putting yourself last. Now, for all of you people people pleasers out there, I hope you're listening. I am a chronic people pleaser and understand how hard this is. It can be very hard to say no, but you have to remember that people will take advantage of your service as long as you let them. Again, the more you do for other people, the less time you have for yourself. It's not selfish or rude to want to have your own life and your own priorities. It's not selfish to say no. In fact, if you say yes when you really mean no, you are in turn letting down the people who are expecting you to show up. When you don't really want to do something, it's really hard to do it well. Wouldn't it be better to just do the things that are most important? Before I go, I want to point out one more area that applies to priorities that isn't exactly time-related. Your buckets can also apply to your money-spending habits. Where do you spend money? Does it align with what is important to you? One way to check is to take time to go back through your expenditures over the last month and see if you're spending money on the things that you say are important to you. If you truly want to eat healthier, you may notice that your grocery bills are higher and your restaurant bills are lower. If it's really important to you to get your eating and exercising on track to help you lose weight or to get off medicine, then you may need to spend money on things like vitamins or a gym membership or a coach, a trainer or nutritionist, or even on a physical therapist. So just like your time, your money is a direct reflection of what is important to you. So after listening to this, do you still feel like you don't have time? Or can you see where you're being pulled in areas that are not fitting into your buckets or into your activities that are out of alignment of what you say is important? What can you do today to rethink your priorities and create your buckets? Are you constantly in reaction mode? Are you always serving others before yourself? These are things to ask yourself. And next time you want to say, I don't have time or I'm too busy, I hope you will remember this episode and take time to really think about what is important to you and find a way to make it happen. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I am over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook, The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.